Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode. One, two, four. 124. That sounded so formal. And it's our love episode. So, a lot of love. Love in the air. I know some people don't like Valentine's Day. I don't either, but it is something that kind of breaks up the monotony of winter. So, like, we're going to do pancakes that night and, you know, so it's like. I saw I saw that in the calendar. We were having a calendar discussion before we started recording. Why on Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving, Valentine's. Okay, so Shrove Tuesday yeah. is when you're supposed to eat. I don't even know what religion that is. Maybe Catholic? I don't even know what it is. I but think so. Okay. But I just like doing that because then you get pancakes. Like once a year at dinner time. It's pretty cool. But I'm away for Shrove Tuesday because it's the 21st and I'm away. So we're going to do it on Valentine's Day, which is the 14th. Okay. On a Tuesday. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Jack? Oh, you asked me first. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Had a... Had a little, well, I didn't have a, a party. Party. Went to a party. Yes, you did. Came home in a Tesla. I am. Like four o'clock in the morning. So fancy. Very fancy. Me and the guy had a great conversation the entire time about Teslas and electric cars and the market of yep. electric cars. And I know. It's your dream. One day. One day. 100%. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I had a pretty productive day. I did a deep clean of the kitchen like all the cupboards and I just feel good when I do that so it looks better our house is getting a little grimy looking to me so I did that in the morning red typical Sunday and then I've been cooking and baking a lot this afternoon we went for a nice family walk we are recording this early because because I'm going away uh, we're just trying to get um, a couple under our belt because I will be away just for one though wouldn't it be or is it two yeah but i feel like because i get back on a wednesday night i like i would like to have that one recorded too so we just need to do like one more because yeah because that's the we're doing this week's now yeah we are and then we could do next week's this week right exactly and that covers our covers our trip covers it yeah i yeah i'm only going for it's less than a week but six days it is less than a week yeah <laughs> It is, uh, but t- I'm excited. Today, we've got... On our love episode. A lot of love. Yeah. Uh, even though we're technically doing this the week before. Well, okay, so it's going to come out on the our... Thursday, but Valentine's Day is a Tuesday, so what are you supposed to do it on the 16th? No, it, that um, would be weird. That would be weird. So we're doing this on the 9th. You're hearing this on the 9th, and it's... So now you can gear up for th- for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, is I know. Just... It's in our brains. Why? It's I don't weird. know. Thanksgiving should be like in like March. They should have two. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Duh. Duh. Uh, Part duh. Duh. We've got our IMC Crazy Stupid Love and Always Be My Maybe. We've got a romance slash rom-com draft, meaning it'll just turn into a rom-com draft probably. Probably. Uh, and then... I guess we should start with our ranking our last 10 yeah. IMCs. Yep. So that includes this one because a few episodes ago, I, f- I fixed everything. You Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you were pretty confident. And then you were, after watching Crazy Stupid Love, you were kind of like, where am I going to rank this one? I had to, to leave a couple spots open literally until right before I walked upstairs. Yeah. I just had to make a last second call. Okay. Are you going to go or me? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Um, my number 10 is nerve. Um, listen, 
I thought it was an okay concept. I just thought the Emma Roberts isn't my favorite. I don't like to be mean on here, but nepotism. She's, she's just and not even because of that. I just don't. She's just not my favorite. I like Dave Franco though, but I just thought the writing was not great. So that's my number ten spot. Number nine's Amazing Spider-Man. Now my seven, eight, nine. The first one. Amazing Spider-Man two. You just I said just, Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry, Amazing Spider-Man two. Is number nine. I found my seven, eight, nine was pretty interchangeable. I couldn't really like. I was like, I don't know. I feel like they were all kind of the same for me. Um, number eight. Sorry to break your heart. Was is D two? Oh, I know. <laughs> number seven, Twenty One Bridges. Number six, American Reunion. Number five, Tower Heist. Um, number four is In Time, which I'm surprised it's here because I don't think it's a great movie, but I think. I love the concept of it so much. I found it so interesting. I don't know if it was very well executed, but I do find the concept really interesting. So I put it at number four. Um, Always Be My Maybe, number three. Mm. Number two, Die Hard. And number one, Broadcast News. I love Broadcast News a lot. I thought it was really, really good. So, yeah. Not where I thought that list was going to go. Yeah? Yeah. What did you think? Not that I thought, like, D2 was going to be, like, top three, but... Yeah, you thought it would be higher? Yeah, I thought there were some some other ones that would be... I'm surprised American Reunion was that high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like, it was a good movie. That's what I mean, though. Like, kind of those ones, like, okay, American Reunion was six, seven, 21 Bridges, and then D2 and Amazing Spider-Man. I feel like those were all pretty, like... Like, I could have put them all at number six spot. Like, they all, it's like tied for six, mm. all of them. Like, they were all good movies, but when you have to rank them, you got to rank them. You do. Because you're the boss. I'm not the boss. You're the boss. Equal partnership. Yeah, I know. I just do the more of the work. <laughs> That's fair. I do the board. Look how pretty it looks today <laughs> with the heart. Yeah, something that no one else could see except for... <laughs> also, no one could see except for me. I know, it's true. Because I could just look over at it. I know. It is funny that I sit opposite sides for both podcasts. Yeah, that's weird. And the other side is like Meg's art stuff. Yeah, I know. We really utilize this room. Um, all right, my 10. Okay. Uh, number 10, Nothing But The Truth. Okay. Just didn't move the needle for me. Yeah. Uh, nine, Super. It was, it was okay. Yeah. Just not... Not what I would expect from James Gunn more than, like, Rain Wilson was fine. But, yeah. Uh, eight, mile 22. Okay. Very predictable. Mm-hmm. Very gory, too. Yeah. Uh, seven, The Holiday. Mm-hmm. Love story. It's a love story. Rom-com. Rom-com, right? More yeah. Rom- more rom than com. Yeah, I'd say more rom than com. Like, rom, space, space, com. Com, Yeah. Uh, six twenty one, six through maybe like seven through four, seven through five are pretty interchangeable. Uh, so yeah, six twenty one, like it was for what I expected. Yeah, it was probably actually better than what I expected. Oh okay. Uh, five, the fundamentals of caring. Yeah, just the really good heartwarming story. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh. Three and four is definitely the ultimate, was the ultimate struggle. Yeah. But I ended up going four, triple nine. Okay. Three, crazy, stupid love. Wow. So we both, high. we both had ours three. Yeah, that is funny. Uh, two, about time, and number one, hell or high water. Wow. I'm surprised about time as number two. That's good that you must have liked that, eh? I did. Yeah. A movie that may or may not come up later. <gasps> oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's do our IMCs. Okay. 
paper, scissors, shoot. Damn. I keep losing. Um, I will I will defer. Oh, okay. Um, I watched me always be my maybe, which I think is a great title. I don't know why. I really enjoy it. Um, it's from 2019. It's uh got 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is directed by I practiced this a hundred times, you guys. Uh nan nan no. Let's see what happens when nah, I come nah, on. No, no, no. Um, Nan, Nanchika. Nan, no. Nanchika Khan. No. Uh, okay, close enough. Um, so it the writers of this, which I found interesting, and the stars are Ali Wong and Randall Park. So those are your two main characters. They were both the writers and starred in it. So I thought that was fun. Also stars uh, Kenny Reeves and Michelle... Um, but no, or but but you, but you, something like that. Anyways, childhood sweethearts. Uh, they live in San Francisco. This is Ali Wong and Randall Clark. Um, yeah, childhood sweethearts. They have a falling out and don't speak to each other for 15 years. Then they reconnect as adults. So we see them from, it says, from 96 to 03. And they are Sasha and Marcus, played by Ali Wong and Randall pa- uh, Park are inseparable they're next door neighbors and her parents Sasha's parents work like around the clock I think they owned a I want to say it was like a pharmacy or like a bodega like type thing Mm -hmm. Um, they don't show that so they just talk about it and I feel like I might have missed it but um, so she's at Marcus's house a lot like so they show her she's always kind of by herself she's cooking dinner she's eating he she always gets invited over to his place so they hang out a lot and she gets to kind of experience the family like the nuclear family right where they eat dinner together and stuff like that um but then after a tragedy in 03 they stopped speaking for 16 years um but before the tragedy well i I don't want to say but they do have um sex with each other you're about to say intercourse i was how did you know that i could hear there was a hint of the eh. i know um in his car and then they don't speak for 16 years. That's not the tragedy. <laughs> That's not the tragedy. Um, so then they kind of go, right, for 16 years, 15, 16. Sasha then goes on to become like a culinary superstar, and she's opening restaurants. And she's living in New York, but she's opening a restaurant in San Francisco. So she goes back to her home town and reconnects with Marcus. Um, Marcus is still living at home, no judgment. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, he's in his... 30s which is fine but he's driving the same car his room looks exactly the same he kind of just like plays video games and smokes weed like his room decor looks the same like he hasn't really progressed in life right Right. he plays in this band the band's actually really good like that was like one of my favorite parts like at first I was like this isn't good and then I was like oh no I kind of like it like it's kind of rap but I don't, I don't, can't even describe it. I don't know what it is, but it's good. It was entertaining, but they don't play. They play in like little coffee shops and little bars. Like there's like, like no one there kind of thing. And so that's what they've been doing. Um, we get to meet um, Marcus's a hippie girlfriend. So she adds a lot of comedic relief because she's, she's weird in a, in a great way, but she's, she's definitely weird. Um, Sasha has a, Boyfriend or fiance, I wasn't, I think it was a fiance. Um, 
And he all of a sudden is like, I think we should see other people to make sure we do want to marry each other. Cause he was going off to like Egypt or something. So she was just like, whatever. Um, so then they, Marcus and Sasha start like hanging out more. And um, then they kind of start realizing they do have feelings for each other. It's a very rom-com like formula. Set. Yeah. Like it's not anything like they're not reinventing the wheel here. Um, they do start dating and it's super cute and we got like montages and we got like, you know, they're all like love, love, love. Um, but then we have the conflict because then she wants to go back to New York because that's where her restaurant is. And he's in San Francisco, not really doing much with his life. So I don't know why he doesn't want to go, but he, he doesn't. Maybe band? Yeah, his band for sure. Um, so, yeah. So she wants to get back to her restaurant. Um, so... I mean, I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but it follows the rom-com thing. But it is, I will say, it's got quick wit. It's good characters. Um, like, I found it super entertaining. Like, it's just it's just an all-around, it's just a fun movie. That's why it was number three. Like, it was just a fun, good movie. I really like their dynamic, and I like the background story of them. And the dad is in it. Like, Randall Park's dad is in it as well, and... We have a bit, a lot of like kind of side stories too, which is, is kind of nice. Like it's not just about them and stuff. So yeah, I liked it. It was good. Did you have to, did you know what the tagline was? Oh no, I don't. I'll look it up. I know. I forgot that. I. Yeah, that's kind of, we kind of just have our, like you always do Rotten Tomato and I usually do taglines. Yeah. They didn't ever say the title either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, to keep watching. That was I sent I sent her I sent you a TikTok ad of the new Magic Mike that's coming out, which oh, I gosh, assume and assume and I'll politely say hope is the last one. Yeah. Because in this ad, Sama Hayek's in it, and she says, "Are you telling me that I got Magic Mike's last dance?" Which is what the movie's called. Oh, okay. So we're just good. We don't have to see it. Yeah. I already said the title. I don't think I could see that anyway. Tagline is, there's always been something between them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I liked it. And good for the, you know, just to be a little political here, but good for the Asian community to have, you know, their, like, uh, story about them because it's always white people, and right? So now we're starting to get a little more inclusive, and I like it. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, my movie is a bunch of white people. <laughs> it really is, actually. <laughs> uh, so my movie is 2011's Crazy Stupid. Love. I cannot believe it's been that long. Like, if you had asked me what year, I would have been like, I don't know, 2015. Uh, tagline: This is crazy. This is stupid. This is love. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say might might be one of the worst. One ones? of my least favorite yeah, taglines. It's terrible. It's, like you put no effort into. It's that. just the title. Yeah. With this is in front of each of the words. Yeah. Uh, di- directed by Glenn Ficarra and John Requa. Uh, it's on Netflix. It is about a a man that's, uh, after seemingly living the American dream, Cal Weaver, played by Steve Carell, is suddenly over 40 and single. Uh, as he's entering into the world of dating, he meets Jacob, played by Ryan Gosling, who takes him under his wing to help him woo the ladies. Yeah. So obviously Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, we got Emma Stone, Julianne Moore, which Emma Stone, Julianne Moore, mother-daughter combo, great casting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then also Marissa Tomei, Kevin Bacon, Joey King, Josh Groban. Mm-hmm. 
to name name a few john carroll lynch who i feel like is one of those people that's just in like so many movies yeah it's true but you just always forget about him yeah uh so then we open in we open in this restaurant there's just a bunch of shoes people are playing footsies everyone's wearing like you know like heels and dress shoes and then we get to steve Carell and julianne moore's table and he's wearing new balances yeah yeah and uh like white new balance yeah, very yeah. D- dad shoes. Dad shoes. Um, then in the middle of this restaurant, he's like, something seems a little off. He's like, well, what's going on? And she's like, I want a divorce. Yeah. And just like yells it in front of everyone. And everyone and, looks. Yeah. And she um, had been sleeping with David Lindhagen. How many times over under do you think they say, if I gave you nine and a half, do you think they say it over that? I would take the over. Yeah, I would too. The amount of, because like, and then people will say it wrong, so then you correct it. Yeah. Uh, David Lindhagen. Um, so then on the drive back, Steve Carell's just quiet and Julianne Moore's like, I can't handle this. Like, you have to say something. And then he just throws himself out of the car. Yeah. Instead of talking. Yeah, no, we don't want to talk. So. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. Uh, the as they're driving home, they go back to the or like they our scene goes back to the house and the babysitter that they have walks in on the sun mm-hmm. and he I don't know they didn't say what he was doing <laughs> but he was under the blankets and he's a thirteen year old boy I don't yeah, know in the dark probably just <laughs> reading comics yeah. is my guess yeah um then we meet Emma Stone's character and she's talking with um it's Liza I can't remember her name but she was also in Twenty One again one of those like side characters mm-hmm. yeah. in a lot of movies she's really funny in this. Um, and they're talking about Conan O'Brien. Yeah. And how Emma Stone is like attracted to Conan O'Brien and would have his children. Yeah. And she makes fun of her for that. And uh, then Brian Gosling comes up and introduces himself, kind of starts throwing like pickup lines like, oh, I think your friend's really sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just she's kind of like, how old are you? Because I think you're too old to say something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just said that. Um, Then they get back and. They tell the babysitter they're getting a divorce, but the son's also there, so he finds out. Then Steve Carell's taking the babysitter home and tells t- tells him, tells Steve Carell that, like, oh, I think she's batshit crazy mm-hmm. for wanting a divorce, which is just setting up a little little piece of the story yeah. that all comes to fruition at the end. Um, so, yeah, then we talk about David Lindhagen and Steve Carell's at work, and one of his coworkers comes and asks him, like, you know, like, is something going on? And he's like, oh, you know, we're we're getting a divorce. And he's like, goes to the entire office. He's like, guys, it's, it's just, just a divorce. We thought it was cancer. And it was so funny because then everyone starts cheering Everyone's and like, clapping. Everyone's like, oh, okay, good, right? Everyone is so relieved. Like, like, thank oh my God, God, just a divorce. Just a divorce. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, the fact that they were like, oh, I thought it was cancer. Yeah, like, it's yeah. So, that's so bad. Um, then one... Uh, as Steve Crow's leaving, Julianne Moore's talking about one night. She was like, oh, I'm, I was working. I told you I was working late. So when you hear that, you're thinking, oh, so then she went off to go sleep with David Dave Lindhagen. Um, and she actually just went to go see the new Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny how she delivers it, though. Yeah. I went to see the Twilight. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> uh, then uh, Ryan Gosling, like Steve Carell goes to this bar and he sees Ryan Gosling and he's just like, uh, he's eating a burger and fries and just like walks away with it to go hit on women. And I was like, at least like take it to go or something. Yeah, right. Um, then John Carroll Lynch, who plays Steve Carell's friend, uh, actually breaks up with him. Mm-hmm. 
because they had to choose between between the couple yeah getting a divorce and he said i wanted to be friends with you but my wife said no yeah <laughs> we had to go with the wife yeah um then steve cross starts yelling about how he was in a cuckold yeah and that he was cuckolded yeah just like really says cuckold a lot and david linhagen and lot. david linhagen david linhagen in a cuckold yeah um then ryan gosling and steve Carell meet and he's trying he's he's gonna he's gonna help him he's gonna he knows i mean everyone in the bar heard about how he's newly single and was cuckolded by david linhock and so he's gonna he's gonna help him he starts by like you can't drink out of your straw yeah because it looks like you're you're <laughs> just uh, sucking on a tiny penis <laughs> yeah and then he does they don't meant like they don't talk about it but he does just start sipping out of the glass <laughs> like it is just like a small little touch in that scene yeah uh then we go back to emma stone she's dating josh groban mm -hmm. who looks really i don't want to say weird looks very different without a beard yeah like i'm just used to him with a beard now um and her friend calls him human valium <laughs> yeah because yeah. he's just one of the most boring people you've ever boring seen boring and like very pg yeah um and like they throw this party for emma stone who's going to law school or I going she's, she's gonna do the bar yeah yeah um, and then he's like, oh, you know, we'll have a very similar party once you pass it. Yeah. Like once he kicks its, I don't even think he says ass. No. Probably yeah. says like kicks its butt. Yeah. That might be a little too much too. Um, then Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, they they go to meet and Steve Carell has a Velcro wallet. Yeah. And just Ryan Gosling's face, like the judgment in his face yeah. in this movie is so good of like, He's just disgusted. Disgusted. And just slaps him in the face so many times. Yeah. Any, anytime he does something wrong, it just slaps him in the face. Like, it's not like hard, but it's just like a little. Yeah. Just a little like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, Steve Carell says that like the only person he's ever slept with is his wife. Yeah. So he is going to have trouble getting getting out there, putting himself out there. Yeah. Um. So then Steve Carell just has to watch Ryan Gosling flirt, flirt with all these women. And at the end of it, we kind of do a little montage of like, let's get out of here. Yeah. I feel like sometimes he did ask, do you want to get out of here? But yeah. he says like, you have to tell them. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And he just repeats that line a lot. Um, Julianne Moore is at work and uh, is photocopying a divorce for dummies book. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't I they didn't say anything about it but I'm like is that for her is she gonna give it to Steve Carell no I think it was for her that's uh, the way I took it but. yeah and then insert Kevin Bacon who is David Linhagen David Linhagen um then oh the so then the son the son in this movie is like a pretty underrated character yeah um he goes on this they're talking about the scarlet letter which is also funny that they're talking about the Scarlet Letter, and then like a few years later, Emma Stone's doing a movie. I know, right? That involves the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. Um. So, and then he just he does this speech where he just says "asshole" a in lot. In the class, like the A says, the A stands for asshole, and like everybody's assholes. So then, uh, Julianne Moore takes him out of school, brings him to the office where he like runs into Kevin Bacon, and he's like, "Oh, that's David. David Linhagen. That's David Linhagen." Mm -hmm. Um. And they kind of just, like, Kevin Bacon's trying to be nice. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like he's probably trying to be, like, a father figure. Yeah. Because that's what he wants to be. Like, 
Julianne Moore is even like not really that interested in him. No, like, she doesn't seem like Gaga for him at all. No, but he he's really into her. Yeah. And then as the son, like they are leaving early, and as the son's leaving, he grabs a picture of Steve Carell and Julianne Moore and like puts it on her desk, like pointing right at mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, basically. And he does say like, like my parents love each other; they're gonna get back together. Yeah. Um. So then. Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell talking about like knowing the game mm-hmm. and like knowing what you have to do to get women to sleep with you. Yep. Um, and then they discover that he Miyagi'd him. Yes. Mr. Miyagi from uh, Karate Kid. Yeah. I, yep. I was thinking the I just looked at the word Kevin Bacon when I said that. So he Miyagi'd him into knowing um, how to communicate with like the women. Yeah. So then he sees Marissa Tomei and walks up to her and starts talking to her. He's, like, really blowing it because he's trying to be this cool guy that he's not. Yeah. And then they're talking about how honesty is the best policy. And um, they do end up going back to his place. Yes. And some... Yeah. Uh, it's actually the poster of the movie is her. It is, yeah. Standing up with her, yeah. like, leg dress open. Yeah. Um. Then... So then... So he literally sleeps with Marissa Tomei and then has all of the confidence that Ryan Gosling had. His clothes get better. Yeah. Like, His I know confidence Ryan, when he walks in. Yeah. He just has this, like... Swagger. Gravitas. Yes. Um, so then it just turns into a montage of girls. Yeah. And there's just all these women that he's sleeping with. We do find out a little later what that number ends up getting to. Um, I can't remember who said this. Like, where they were talking about this. I think it was John Carroll Lynch in that family, because that's where the babysitter comes from, too. And he says, like, uh, we shouldn't talk about S-E-X in front of the, the K-I-D-S. K-I-D-S yeah. It's like, your kids can probably spell. Yeah, because they're not little. No. Like, she's 17, and he, the kid's probably, like, 13, or right? Because it's the brother. Yeah. And then, um, again, I don't remember which one this was from, but instead of just, you know, saying the word, one of the characters goes my lips are and starts making seal yeah. noises <laughs> i don't remember who said that yeah i don't know but just my lips are and then I oh just wrote it's seal the noises. it's the girl so the babysitter goes to the school and oh, she's yeah. trying to get advice yeah because on she, how to get a guy an older man yeah and she goes like this girl she's really good at her delivery too like the way she does it it's pretty funny um then the son i think his name's robbie yeah robbie uh puts a scarlet j on himself yeah in front of like the whole school and again another like he has like three speeches in this movie yeah like everyone listen to me um steve Carell has this nightmare about kevin bacon cutting his lawn yeah doing lawn care in the garden and stuff so he just keeps sneaking to their house to do some late night lawn care yeah very very interesting um the we have a father-son game game of catch or they have yeah, a catch thrones the ball um and they have this like actually really good conversation but i just more wanted to point out that they're just both not good at throwing <laughs> and I, it's just like every movie like i've never seen maybe not never but i've rarely seen movies where people are like good at throwing something right like i remember the movie and i i didn't see it but i've seen the clip of the duff like the designated ugly fat yeah, yeah. friend and the main character, the guy that likes help her, because it's kind of like uh, he's all that, right? Yeah, kind of. Or she's all that. They, I guess that's. Yeah. What's the older one? He's all that. Uh, the older one, she's all that. She's all that. And he like throws it, and it just like it's so like you could tell he threw it maybe two feet. Right. Like just out of the range of the camera. <laughs> right. Um. 
and then he like Steve Carell realizes that he should have fought for Julianne Moore instead of throwing himself out of a car. Mm-hmm. That he should have fought for her, and uh, seen like rediscovered how much they loved each other. Then this movie does a great job of so Robbie the son has this the asshole speech in his class, but they never show who the teacher is. No, nope. so they have to go in for a parent teacher meeting. They go in together. Who opens the door besides Marissa Tomei? Yep. Who Steve Carell did not call back. No. And then it's just one of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> it is it's pretty funny. her writing asshole on the board. Mm-hmm. It's like an asshole doesn't call you back. And yeah. Julianne Moore is so confused until it just... I don't know if they say it. She does kind of go like, oh, this is not about Robbie. Yeah. Like she does kind of clue in. Uh, and then in that moment, uh, you find out that Steve Carell slept with nine different women. Yep. And what has to be like a couple weeks span. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, Josh Groban asks uh, Emma Stone, like he's like, has an important question to ask her yep. at this party with like all of their friends or maybe Colleagues just his. And, yeah. Yep. And it's asked her to be a permanent lawyer. Um, thank you. Instead of proposing. Beautiful. And She's then, so good. eh? we were all like, wow, that scene was so good with her. Cause she was, just the way she's like, ah, like she's so uncomfortable and like the way she's kind of laughing and awkward. And like steal someone's drink. And yeah. Like, oh, she's so good. Very, very well executed. So she breaks up with him and goes back to see Ryan Gosling, who had hit on him for hit on him before. And then she said, she, I'm going to bang the hot guy. Yeah. Which I think was the like, do people say bang? She's like, yeah, we're going to bang. <laughs> bang. Yeah. Uh, then they do the dirty dancing. I know. It's my favorite. This whole montage of them at his house is like my one of my favorites in a rom-com. It's just so well. It's just so sweet. Because then they almost do montage-ish. Yeah. Because the dirty dancing, like the lift scene, like lift from dirty dancing is how Ryan Gosling basically seduces women. Yeah. He says like, oh, I can do that. Like I can do the lift. And she's like, come on. Like girls don't actually fall for that. And they and do. And they do. Um, so then oh, another like really great scene where uh, Steve Carell's in the backyard doing his, his lawn care, his late night lawn care. Yeah. And Julianne Moore calls him to be like, oh, I need help with the water heater. Yeah. The pilot lights out. Yeah. And she ev- doesn't though, you guys. No, she's just in, she's in a, another room and she just wants to, she wants to talk to him. She yeah. wants to hear from him. So yeah. that kind of gives him that, that glimmer of hope. Um, then we have the shit hits the fan scene, which is just like, I, I'm mad that we can't talk about it, but you can't because it just ruins, doesn't ruin the movie, but it just, you get to this culminative point of like all of the stories coming together and there's just, they're, this, they're so interconnected and there's just this giant fight is basically what you like, could say. People are finding out who people are and, and people so, love so much is getting people. revealed. Yeah. There's all this revelation stuff and people are so like, it's just a really well done scene. Yeah. People are mad. People are upset. Like it's just, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, then we have Robbie's speech. He's graduating middle school and yeah. talks about how there's no such thing as one true love. Yeah. As the babysitter that he's in love with is sitting in the crowd. Yeah. Or sitting in the audience. Yeah. Watching this happen. Um, then Steve Carell goes up and as he's as he's going up, Marissa Tomei starts flipping him the middle <laughs> finger. Yeah. Just because she does. Su- she's such a spurned character and yeah. she does such a good job with it. Um. But then Steve Carell has this speech about soulmates. And, you know, I found my soulmate when I was young. When I was mm-hmm. 15 years old, I bought her mint chip ice cream. And yeah. she's always been my soulmate. 
Um, and then he's saying that you you can never give up. Yeah. And uh, Steve Carell does get does get Ryan Gosling with the slapback. Yeah. <laughs> for for reasons that we can't really explain. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie kind of ends with some just casual child to child pornography <laughs> distribution. Yes. Yeah. The, the babysitter. Yes. Gives the thirteen year old the seventeen year old gives a thirteen year old some inappropriate pictures of herself to, to get him through high school. Yeah. And that's how it ends. That's the end of your beautiful rom-com. Yeah. But I did really like it. But they did leave it like up in the air. It didn't end with like a perfect little bow. No. And that's kind of what I liked about it. It it ended with, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen. Who knows, right? And so it just was more believable. So, yeah. Cool. Let's get into this romance rom-com draft. Okay. We're going to do another rock, paper, scissors. Because you lost the last one. Yeah. <laughs> rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Do you want to pick first or second? I'm going to pick first. Oh, okay. But I'm so nervous because there's quite a few that I really want that I know, like. I know there's some movies I can wait. Like, I know there's movies you aren't going to pick and you know there's movies I'm not going to pick. Yeah, yeah. We do have very different tastes, but the top of the draft is where you can kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Because I don't think, like, the one I really want to take first, I don't think you're going to take it. So I'm like, I might as well save that. So I think I'm going to go with my very first pick of the rom-com romance draft. I'm going to go with, oh, there's just two that I'm like, oh. I'm going to go with Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm. Surprised? I am surprised. Okay. I thought there would have been... I don't know if what else I was thinking, but that's just not what I thought you were going to go with okay. uh, first. Well, I hope, yeah, the other one will still be there. Um, With my first pick, and it's ironic enough that it was in my last 10 IMCs, I'm taking about time. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, it was on my list, too. It was, was a great movie. Great, well executed with the time travel, time jump, whatever whatever you want to call it. And just, Which you're not a fan of. I'm not, but Donald Gleason and Rachel McAdams and this like love story and every like it's so quirky and like the dad, Bill Nye, like yeah. it's just a very well put together movie. Um, okay, with number two then, I'm gonna go with um Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, I guess I probably should have picked that first. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, about I feel like about I probably liked about time more than you did. Um, I really liked it, but I wouldn't rewatch it like I would Crazy Stupid Love. Like I would rewatch like that's the way I think of this is like what are the movies that I would rewatch? Or yeah. Cuz that means you like them, right? Mhm. Uh, I'm going to go more to the romance side here. Okay. I'm going to go with Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, nice. Good movie. Crazy Rich Asians. It's a good one. Okay, well, I'm really happy that I'm oh, going to say I'm just going to take this because I am just scared. I don't think you're going to take this movie, but I'm going to say How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days because you yeah. haven't seen it. And I know I could wait, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to. There's a, I think I, it deserves to be taken early. That's my theory. I think, I think I'm going to do the exact same thing with a movie that you wouldn't take, but I just want it and I want it to get that recognition, recognition it deserves. And I'm going to start writing it. 
No. Okay, go. Set it up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those, it'll be cult classic with Zoe Deutsch and Glenn yeah. Powell. And I don't, like, I know there's the Glenn Powell, Sydney Sweeney one that they're about to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I just think that their dynamic in the that movie is just A1. Like, I want, uh, not necessarily a series with them, but I, I want at least one more. One more. One more rom-com with them. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay. I, with my pick four, I'm going to go with friends with benefits. <clears throat> I know that's, uh, that's what the one I was debating that one, even taking that one first. And I was like, I don't know if he's going to take, like, it's so hard. It's it was hard. on the radar for yeah. that next pick. Yeah. Could have waited for set it up. Uh, I, yeah, I have set it up, but I, I know you really love it. So I wouldn't. Uh, you like it more than I did, so I was like, "Okay." All right, let's go. Let's go. Ten things I hate about you. Yeah, that was on my list too. I that wanted w- to go the ten ten. <laughs> that was um, a classic when I was not in a relationship. I would always watch that movie on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Don't really have a rhyme or reason for it, but just that's a okay. good. Yeah. Good movie, but also kind of for me, like that's one of those movies that gets me in my feelings, not because of the content of the movie, but just because of Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a good one. Um, okay, with my pick five, I'm gonna go with Fifty First Dates. Um, you have have you seen this one? No. Okay, so I think it's it's just such a good movie. Adam Sandler sometimes can be annoying to me when he's over the top and in this movie he's like just super sweet and my headphones are dying okay i was like what's happening are we done (laughs) (laughs) he's like and wrap it up that'll wrap it up no i just don't like the noise will go off it's it's okay i don't need another one um so 51st date so he has to get drew barrymore to fall in love with him every single day because she has like amnesia or something yeah she has short-term memory loss from a car accident and um it's just sweet it's just a sweet good movie yeah um i don't really know where to go go. i got two movies that i really that are really on the radar yeah so i'm gonna take i'll go with palm springs i was gonna say that's the one i thought you were gonna take last time yeah oh instead of set it up uh yeah when you said set it up i thought you were gonna say palm springs I'm, i'm palm springs is great it was on my list too but i know you really loved it but that doesn't like that shouldn't matter no and it's a it's a time loop movie, which, as we all know, are the superior movies. <laughs> um, and your number Day. two is about time, which is time travel. Yeah, that's true. So, um, okay, with my number six, I think I'm gonna go with. Um, oh, I'm like debating between. I think I'm gonna go Notting Hill. Yeah, they're. I think those are about three or four movies you've picked that I didn't even have on my list. Really, eh? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Notting Hill, it's hard with Julia Roberts because I also was like, do I want Pretty Woman or Notting Hill? But Notting Hill has got uh, like a real sweetness to it because she's like this big movie star and he's like this regular guy who owns a, I think he owns like a travel bookstore book place. I don't know. It's so random. And then they... Just try to like navigate the the worlds, and it's just it's sweet. It's a good movie. 
All right. With my next one, I'm going to I had two movies in mind, so I'm glad I get both of them. I'm going to take Jerry Maguire. Yes. Probably teeters on the line of a rom-com, but I think I think that movie more tries to tell you it's sports in the foreground, but it's really sports in the background. Yeah, I agree. And the sports agent lifestyle. Yeah. No, I agree. I would never say it's a sports movie. There are sports there, but um yeah, I feel like you and I aren't really like there's not a lot of debate. There's not. We have very kind of different tastes. And honestly, you have the three. You you. I think you have the only ones that we both would have had on our boards, right? Which is the for- forgetting Sarah Marshall, Friends with Benefits, and Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said you did have about time, but you would have. I did. Yeah. It was further down though. My my big ones were the those three. So I was like, okay, as long as I get those, and I was just nervous of the which one to take first because I didn't I don't know which one you would have taken first out of the three of them I would have taken friends with benefits oh, okay yeah well maybe we can switch I don't know you never know I don't think I have anything that you would want um uh, maybe palm springs but no I would uh, trade I would make that trade okay well we'll talk okay is that an off off air <laughs> it is this is also, I'm just going to say this, this is very weird to do without headphones. Yeah. Not that I need headphones, but it just does feel like... It feels weird? feels different. Should I take mine off? If you want to. I don't want to. Okay. Uh, my number seven pick is going to be Trainwreck. Yeah, I had that one too. Yeah. I just think it, the dynamic of Bill Hader and Amy Schumer, I just think it was a really well done movie and they kind of flipped the script of her she was kind of more of the player yeah and John he Cena. was yeah like i just thought i just i really liked it i thought it was pretty funny and yeah i mean it follows a very typical rom com sort of whatever but uh so we originally set this up to be a romance draft so i'm gonna take the greatest romance movie of all time titanic titanic <laughs> <laughs> the notebook ah that's what i was picking next Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams. Yes. One of those movies that I've watched in a group setting, which is a weird a weird dynamic. That was what I was taking next, Jack. Greatest romance movie. It is. Besides Titanic. Yeah. And Avatar. <laughs> and whatever else. I don't know why I'm just saying James Cameron movies now. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think you kind of threw me off a little there. I'm going to go with... Sweet Home Alabama because I I haven't watched it actually in a really long time but I think it was um it was a very it was a cute movie and I liked it Reese Witherspoon I have one that I might take last because I don't know if it really counts but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a forbidden love story (gasps) Romeo and Juliet Brokeback Mountain yes like it's amazing like again it's another like it's sad now with Heath Ledger, but like Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal doing that movie, like two, no matter what you think personally of Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. just two incredible actors mm-hmm. in this like, like scenario that like if you could imagine your true love, yeah, but like because you're cowboys and like the time that you're in, you're just not allowed to be together. It's why it's a beautiful love story. You? It is beautiful. Oh, why can't I quit you or whatever they say, right? huh okay there's one i want to take but i think i'm i don't know there's just some 
funny parts in it, but I don't think I'm going to take that one. I think I'm going to go with, um, uh, it's so hard to like debate now between, I think I'm going to go eternal sunshine of the spotless oh, mind. That was the one, that's the one I was waiting for. Cause I didn't know if it oh, counted. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, if we both had it, then I think that's yeah. no flag on the play. No, good. Yeah. Ooh, two more for you, eh? Yeah. Does it's gonna be weird to pick. Uh, let's go. Let's go more more on the comedy side. You could tell me this is a com rom, but forty year old virgin. Yeah. Okay. Another Steve Carell. At least got one Steve Carell movie. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's like Dan in real life. That's a good movie, but it's not really <coughs> a rom com or any. Like I, I don't even. I think it was just more of a comedy. I don't know, but. I didn't even put it on my list, but that's anything Steve Carell. Probably more of a comedy. Yeah. Even 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, but 40-Year-Old uh, Virgin. Okay, I have one left. One left. Okay, so those are my debates. I just want to talk it out. Okay. Are you going to tell me the movies? Yeah. Okay. I really loved A Star is Born. I think it was so beautiful, but... I hated the ending. You know how I hated the ending. But not one of those perfect ending movies. And it's what the fourth time it's been remade. So does that that's an interesting one. Does that make it better or worse? Right. That it's been done so many times. Um, I also have Love, Simon. Yeah, that was a good I saw I saw that it didn't quite. Yeah. To me, wasn't enough to put on the list. Yeah. I just, these are the ones. I also have the proposal I loved with um, Sandra Bullock and, do you have it on your list? No. No. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I love their dynamic. I think it's so funny. And Betty White and, um, Another one I have is the Broken Hearts Gallery, which is so underrated to me. I thought it was such a good movie. Um, there's there's one I would say that I'm surprised that you haven't said yet. Oh, tell me. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's a ro- is it a romance? It's like a drama. Yeah. Drum drum rom. Drum rom. Even uh, Wedding Crashers, another one I have my on my list, but I remember you liking God, it. I love that movie. Yeah, I would say that's more comedy though. I don't know, but there is romance in it, right? There is. Yeah. It's always hard. I always like thin line of not sure. Um, I don't like my, uh, this is what it is. I want to say the proposal, but for some reason my heart is just saying, say broken hearts gallery. Like I just feel like I would go with your heart in in this episode, in this kind of draft, go with your heart, go with my heart. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the broken hearts gallery. I just think it's, an underrated movie. I don't think enough people have seen it. And I, and it's a true story, which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So broken hearts gallery. Uh, with my last one, I'm going to do a light toss. Cause I don't know if it counts, but, uh, I got a Steve Carell movie. I missed out on an Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling movie. Why wouldn't I take La La Land? La La Land. Yeah, it was on there. It was on any list I looked at. La La Land. Great movie. So the only one, so I did Wedding Crashers, Silver Linings. I had She's the Man, just because, like, that's... I had the Duff. Yeah. It's like very th- similar movies. Yeah, yeah. And then I also had, I didn't remember which one, but To All the Boys I Loved. I know. I liked that, too. I've, I've There's still one more that I have to see. Yeah. Of those. 
I also had date night because it's not even it's a Steve Carell and Tina Fey and they go on this date night. It gets so silly. But before it gets silly, it's so funny. Like when they go into the restaurant and stuff and they're just trying to be cool. But then it does get it does get weird because it is like an action. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even say it's like a rom-com. So I was like, I just feel like it's I feel like it's like comedy even maybe drama a little i don't know com com chin com <laughs> com action com action yeah i also had knocked up but that was kind of just when i was brainstorming i was like i don't think i would put that on my top 10 because that's also hard with the uh, like katherine heigl dynamics and like josh dumel is defending her of like how yeah. amazing she is that was actually a good movie she they were in together uh life as we know it it's a cute movie i can I actually picture the poster of it, but yeah. still never seen it. Yeah. Um, before before we talk about next week, I did want to mention Ryan Reynolds again, who yeah. was at the Seneca College campus with the journalism class. <gasps> why, why couldn't he do this last year? I know. I would have met Ryan Reynolds. That would have been so cool. And he was reading off the teleprompter. He was doing I a good know. job. Whoever was running the prompter, though, messed him up. So. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, was, I know. That was so cool cool but i'll be eternally mad so you're happy with your list i am i think mine's better but i I think i should have gotten one of friends of benefits and forgetting sarah marshall yeah i agree those are like the two heavy hitters yeah but i think i not that i'm conceding but i think I think you did have a good draft. I think mine's pretty good. I think yours is good, too, though. It's not. I think I went more romance and you went rom-com. Yeah. So I I think I followed our original rules better. I see. I see. Yeah. It's a good way to to make yourself feel better. Mm -hmm. Uh, So next week, our IMCs are the score in good time. I know. I have to. I think I have to just check, make sure I have it. Okay. Um, And then we're doing a heist movie stream theater DVD. Yes. I love that we made that up. I was really I proud of when we did that. We didn't make it up. You made it up. I, did. I mean, we're team effort. Yeah, yeah. Because we had to figure out, because at one point it was VCR, and I was like, maybe that's a little, <laughs> right, a little yeah. too old. <laughs> DVD is outdated now. I know. It is true. Yeah, it's really only streamer theater. Yeah. yeah. Right. Stream theater Blu-ray. <laughs> It's probably the closest thing you're going to get to physical copies. And the only reason I would buy like DVDs is to just get like the Marvel collection. Right. Yeah. Just as like a display more just, than like actually watching them. Right. Just to be cool and stuff. But then you'd also get like the director's cut of things or you'd get Loopers. you would get like ac- extra I, things. And I would be fun. I would get the Spider-Man one because apparently there's like 11 extra minutes of footage. Wow. Like the new Tom Holland one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just just Tom Holland. Just Tom Holland. No one else is in it. Zendaya. I just meant Spider Man's. Oh, Spider Man's. That's it. Into just the Tom sp- Holland. Into the Spider Verse. Case, you got anything else? Got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.